Uh, this portion of this wonderful program, uh, hawkfanatic.com, brought to you by the Oxyoke Inn and the Amanas, Premier Automotive in North Liberty, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Big Dog Satellite, Internet and Solar, don't call it 800 number. Call Kevin and the screw at Big Dog at Premier Dish Authorized Retailer at 338-6600. Suples Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Also, GT Car, his great crew at Suples Siding and Remodeling. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, and Premier. Uh, did I say that already? Premier I Automotive? I did. I don't know. I think I did. Premier Automotive hit a deer. Then you said Premier. it again. Okay. And Patrick Eads and everyone at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. From hawkfanatic.com, it's Pat Hardy along with uh, uh, Mr. Suter. Morning, Pat. Good morning. How was your weekend? Um, yeah, 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 mine was pretty good. For a birthday, it was okay. I mean, I didn't see any family or anything, which was kind of weird. Get any presents? Um, got a couple of nice gift certificates. And mm, nice. um, my niece and nephew sent me a really neat video with the bread song. Um, what's it? <laughs> anything. You know that song? And it was a video, a two minute video of dogs. <laughs> It was a two-minute video of dogs, and at the end, it was a video of Buddy and Lakota, which I thought was Aww. I thought it was pretty neat. Very nice. Yep. Hello. 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 Hi, this is Matt Purdy. Hey, Matt, how are you? This is uh, Matt. I'm good, thank you. How about yourself? Good, Matt. I appreciate you calling in. I wish you were calling in under better circumstances. Matt's son, unfortunately, just... Well, Matt, I'll let you tell the story. This is former Iowa football player Matt Purdy. You're now in the Chicago suburbs. You're a football coach. And kind of update us on what you're doing, then we'll talk about your son's unfortunate situation here at Iowa. Well, I've been fortunate after I I left the University of Iowa. um, I ended up in the uh, hometown of where my wife went to high school and uh, found myself as a... As a teacher, assistant athletic director, uh, I've been coaching football here for going into my, what I hope will be my 24th year this spring. Wow. Um, I've been the head coach the last two years, uh, living uh, in the northern northern suburbs of Chicago, uh, loving the opportunity, uh, a great experience out here. So, um, and you grew up, if I remember correctly, was it Cedar Falls? I did. I grew up in Cedar Falls. An Iowa class of 1991 in Cedar Falls under under the great Pat, Pat Mitchell, Don right. Arusha, mm. so many great people that I were that I had a chance to be coached by. And then you came here and you were an offensive lineman in the mid 90s. I mean, you played with guys like Casey Wigman. You were a little before Ross Verba, but that's some, kind of the right era. And just uh, talk, what was it like to be an offensive lineman here at Iowa and to play for Hayden Fry? It was an absolute incredible experience. Um, Ross Verba was actually my roommate. Obviously, okay. Casey was my roommate. Um, Fritz Verquer, Scott Davis, Mike wow. Devlin, wow, the Mike Baroni, you know, all guys that I played with on that offensive line. It was a an experience that doesn't go away. Um, uh, you know, and, I, and maybe what makes me so passionate about this is, you know, I've been in, I believe this is my 25th year being out now from the Sun Bowl. And, you know, still to this day, uh, people, if I wear an Iowa shirt, you know, even walking around the, 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 the streets of my hometown, you'll hear go Hawks. Uh-huh. Um, I go on spring break someplace, and you know I'm fortunate for I have the the Tiger Hawk tattooed uh, on my back. Uh, immediately opens up a conversation piece, and I've met so many people who um, 
they remember me. You know, last year, I, I was the first time I was able to come back to watch a, an actual football game. I went to the Iowa-Illinois game, sat in the stands with my son, uh, just talking to him. Uh, last year's uh, number three on, on Iowa reminded me a little bit of Danon Hughes, and I was telling Ryan some stories about Danon, and a guy about eight people down turned, turned to me and said, wait a second, you're Matt Purdy, you're the guy who carried Hayden Fry off. He listed off about nine of my stats. That's right. And, and my son looked to me and goes, Dad, this place is amazing. Well, that's and right. At that point, I fully realized how special it was for my son to be on that campus and to create his own legacy there. And it was it was a surreal moment for him and for me that you know I'd been gone that long. And at the same time, someone had recognized me just out of the blue from hearing me talk about Dan and Hughes, put it all together, and knew who I was. So. You know, the, 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 Iowa, the Iowa athletic culture is, is really second to none um, in, this, in the entire country. You know, you don't go someplace without somebody from Iowa walking up to you if you have an Iowa shirt on. Mm-hmm. I've heard that story so many it times. Is and true. It is true. It's so true. I found that uh, I was in Barcelona a couple of years ago, had a Hawkeye shirt on, and I got a number of Go Hawks. There you go. Well, Matt, I mean uh, – I wish we were talking under better circumstances for your son. I mean, obviously his sport, he's an accomplished swimmer. Just how, how tough is this for you as a father? I mean, what's weird is you played football here. So you, I mean, you were part of the big revenue-producing sport that made a lot of things possible for these non-revenue sports. But, I mean, just when you found this out, you had to, were you fearful something was going to happen? And just talk about your emotions going through this. You know what? I, <coughs> sorry. I wasn't fearful about uh, swimming being cut at that time. Uh, I was, you know, tradition of swimming is, is so rich and so deep. You know, it's one of the longest-standing swimming programs in the country. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you talk about the, the birthplace of the butterfly. You also think about the facilities. I mean, I was, you know, aquatic facilities <coughs> are simply some of the best in the world. Uh, I've been to a lot of pools, and you don't walk into too many places better than that. Uh, last Friday, when my son, I got a phone call at about noon last Friday, and you know, I, I've seen my son cry before, and when he called me, I was sitting here in the office, and uh, he was very, very emotional. And I'm like, you know, immediately as a father, you 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 go into that defense mode. What happened? You know, we thought maybe it was an accident or something like that, and you know, he could barely choke up the the energy to tell us that the program had been cut. And you know, he was just he was so emotional, and he was with his teammates, and he's like, please call mom, you know, because she's in a really bad spot, and. We, uh, I, I, I rushed home and we, we kind of formulated a plan to maybe get in the car and, and run, run to see him and just embrace him and, and kind of figure out a plan. And by the time I got home, he asked that we don't come. He wanted to be with his teammates and let them figure it out. And, uh, you know, over the last several days, uh, my phone has is, is, is been blowing up with my teammates. You talk about, you know, that I have a connection. I've probably heard from... 30 of my teammates um, from back playing days I had a great conversation with John Hartley, who, whose daughter is supposed to be a freshman at Iowa next year. And he's another guy, as, as a swimmer, he's another guy who's lost. You know, he, he really pushed his daughter to, to fight that, uh, find that Iowa tradition, and she chose Iowa over a number of other schools. And right now she's kind of lost out in space trying to figure out where she should go. So, you know, you know, it, it's it's a tradition, not only just football. You know, and I, I find myself when I was there, 
I remember going to class with AC Earl and, and some of the wrestlers, and you know, really that connection. It's, it's not a it's not a football school. It's a school where all the athletes seem to really really relate to each other. And I know my son has friends who are football players that are palms, that are gymnasts, wrestlers. These these athletes, it's one giant family, mm-hmm. and you know I'm hoping the athletic administration and the board of regents and the presidents can really see the impact that the university has has made on these kids. You know, my son is really has found a spot there. Uh, really bleeds black and gold um, and embraces. I mean, this past summer we were we were talking about tattoo design and where he's going to put his, and you know that. <laughs> That's just that's just something you do. It's, it's it's kind of it's kind of part of the the tradition of Iowa athletics is is to put that that tiger hawk somewhere on your body, so you're always part of that family. And now thinking about the fact that you know he could potentially be leaving that campus to to seek other opportunities is it's heart wrenching for us. And as I told him in a conversation yesterday, I think I've had more tears. Tears in my eyes in three days, and I probably had ever in my life. So it's 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 a tough thing to to, to deal with. You know, we've gone through every emotion of, of anger and disappointment, and now we're we're at the point of really trying to figure out a ways to see if we can uh, discover ways to to save these programs. And it's for us, it's it's not you know swimming obviously is a focus for us, mm-hmm. but we're very very aware of 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 the tennis program and the gymnastics program and the impact on those athletes. And, you know, as I've been somewhat active on social media, I really try to focus on the, the, the bigger picture and, you know, what, what those communities can do to help save these sports uh, because they've been so entrenched on that campus for so many years. So you don't envision Ryan staying here and just being in. He wants to still compete, swim at, at the collegiate level. That's a priority for him. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an ultimate priority. I mean, he's, he's the ultimate competitor uh, he had an amazing summer, he, and he was, you know, it's kind of like the Rocky movie. He's out pushing cars and sure. flipping boulders and, and doing all that that non-traditional stuff. And you know, we're hooking up ropes to the ceiling in our garage so he can do pull-ups and stuff like that. He wants to compete at the at the highest level. He obviously, any swimmer has that ultimate goal, you know, of, of getting to those Olympics. Obviously, we know that is a a minute chance, but he wants to represent a university at their conference level. At the NCAA level, uh, he wants to compete. You know what? And we're very prideful of the fact that the university is, is, you know, offering to you know honor those scholarships. But if you're a if you're a competitive athlete, one of the reasons why you attended Iowa is to compete for your team and sure. compete for their goals in your mind. So it's 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 great that they're they're going to offer that. But I would imagine my son will you know if we if we're not able to find a way to to save this. Um, Will probably seek other opportunities um, outside of the university, and that that for me is 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 a crushing thought. So, is it too early, or has there been any discussions with with you and some of the other parents about t- trying to f- uh, fund the program through donations, etc.? Yeah, we've had a lot of conversations. I've been we've there's uh, I've been in touch with alumni. As I said, I the number of people reaching out to me has been. Interesting. I, mean, I had an alumni out of the blue call me from out in Utah, and he wanted to be a part of our movement. Graduated several years back. Uh, there's a Facebook page that's up and going. Um, the current Iowa parents, the swimmers, have we have this large group me, um, and we're forming uh, a meeting. A lot of us plan to be in Iowa City this weekend uh, to meet, 
And as of right now, we plan to meet Saturday um, at 1 o'clock. It's still, still in the works, but we want to bring our parents together so we can have a, a coordinated effort and, you know, making sure that, you know, we can't walk into potentially any meeting with any um, administrators angry. You know, we have to come in with a, with a, a plan, a possible solution, and whether it's fundraising, whether it's finding other ways to go about doing this, you know, we're willing to do that. And, you know, I, I've, I've kind of put myself in the middle of it as, as uh, someone who was a part of that, that campus in so many ways with a couple other parents. And, we're, you know, we're working hard to figure out the best path uh, going forward. And I know, we know that it's probably a, a small chance, you know, if you read mm-hmm. the things that were uh, posted from uh, the athletic department where no fundraising uh, would be taken, um, but we feel like we have to. You know, obviously a lot of rumors out there that we keep hearing. You know, we keep hearing people have offered money and it's been turned down. So things we got to look into, you know, a little bit more and more. But we want to fight and figure out if there's any way we can save these programs. So what what is the number per season, if if you know? Uh, what would it cost to... Well, I'm looking for the story. Forbes had a really in-depth story about the cost of the... Yeah, I have that. Actually, you know, it's, it's, at, my, it's at home. You know, it's, I think total funding of the swimming program is like $2.5 million. But if you, if you extrapolate the uh, Iowa's guarantee on the scholarship money and coaches' contracts, I read somewhere where the swimming program... You know, costs uh, operationally five hundred thousand dollars per year. Yeah, that's r- roughly yeah. what it is on a year uh-huh. annual. Yeah. Well, that's so, not that. That doesn't sound uh, undoable. No, it doesn't sound intimidating. I mean, I obviously raising funds is is a daunting task, but um, I, I I have this this gut feeling. I think we could certainly do that. I mean, yeah. I, I I laugh with somebody. You know, Carson King last year put up a sign that says, "I need beer money." And quickly raise eight hundred thousand dollars. You know, I know it's a different perspective, but you know, there's there's a lot of alumni out there that really support this program. And, and the, from the swimming world of it, um, there's a lot of people in the United States that are really charged up to to really help Iowa swimming um, going forward. I'm just curious. Did your son tell you in any detail how they went about finding out? How did Iowa break the news to them? Was it simply a team meeting, guys? It's done. It's over. Can you kind of share some of that? I haven't really got too much into the details with him because he's been he's been a little reticent to talk sure. to me. Okay. <laughs> he's been he's been frustrating. He's he's got a whole lot of his dad in him, and he's kind of been stewing. But from what I was told, they were they were brought into a meeting, uh, called into a meeting at Carver, I believe, and I don't even know who addressed them, but they were told the information. Uh, I know I understand a bunch of athletes asked questions, and the general sentiment was. Uh, we don't have those answers right now, or we can't tell you those answers right now. So okay. it was it was pretty black and white from what I understand, and it's that I, I it's purely getting secondhand, you know, from from different contacts. But okay. that's the the feeling I got was here's what it is, you know, let's move forward and and you know go out and, and compete this year, and uh, after that you'll you'll be done. You know, those ports will be done here at the university. You know, so, so there was. Offers to give money to the athletic department and they turned it down. Be, uh, I've heard, is that, that correct? That's the rumor I've heard. I've heard that, that, that I, rumor. I can't fully substantiate that. That's something that had gotten back to me 
from an alumni uh, that the over the weekend word. money was yep. offered and, and turned down. He said, by no means can I substantiate that. It just, you know, the rumor mill is spinning very, very fast yeah. right oh, now. Sure. And, you know, a lot, a lot of things to dig into, but that does, that does intrigue me and I'd like to find some more information. Now, you've got an interesting perspective on this because you're a former Iowa football player and I wrote a column about this just saying you know this is a dark day for Iowa athletics but who really you feel for are these these young men and women who work so hard to get here and then right away I had some people reach out well you know if they weren't paying the football coach for this and that blah 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 that blame the football thing to me that's pretty easy to do but you also have to recognize these you have to also recognize that without football a lot of this stuff doesn't happen kind of is that put has that placed you in kind of an awkward position or what are your thoughts on that? You know, I, I understand the impact of the Iowa football team. Obviously, I had obviously a very unique, unique perspective of it, and I know what the Iowa football team does for that campus and for the, the entire state of Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, from the inside, you know, I, the appreciation amongst these athletes. You know, I I got a a tweet from Dallas, you know, the the Iowa defensive lineman, and he was he put out something that he was. He was signing, signing the petition. So these guys are friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I've told my son from day one to get on that campus and work to make an impact, work to make an impact on other sports, have friends. I, go, how, I told him a long time ago, because he, he got to know a bunch of the football players, a bunch of the freshman football players last summer. And I go, how awesome would it be if you got to the point where the entire Iowa football team walked in to watch you guys swim? I go, I, go, I know you guys are at every football game. I go, how great would it be? If something like that, and then you guys are at basketball games. It just it creates that whole whole large community of of that pride in Iowa. And I said I'm in a weird spot. And someone's like someone on Twitter said I should thank the Iowa football team. Yeah, the, the, the Iowa football team does a lot, but these guys are every one of these sports is out working just as hard sure. as every one of those football players. Mm-hmm. And just the same time where a football player probably couldn't jump in the water and go swim, there's not a lot of swimmers that can go out in that football field and compete at that level. But these guys really respect and appreciate each other uh, as athletes, and they don't want their friends to, to lose their opportunity uh, because they are friends. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it's so important that we find a way to, to help, you know, find a way to get these young people back. So and, that- uh, I'm a teacher, and I think the most thing you know, I, I put out there, as a teacher day one, you're told to do no harm to, to young people. And this, this decision has done, done harm to young people. You, know, you can you can go on either side of it, but if you break it down to the most basic sense, they were called in on a Friday, a couple of days before school starts, told their program was going to be done, and you know it's it's a horrible thing. Now go off to class. You know the challenges of being a college student. You know most of them are online, so you're going to sit at your house, take classes. It's just a lot of opportunity to to continue that that negative feeling that. And I, I don't. Depression is the right word to use, it's probably, but it's a, it's a chance okay. to, to really put people in some bad spots. Well, then of course we. It's easy to forget that all this is happening during a global pandemic that's impacted you. I know because you guys don't. I mean, there's kids from Illinois that are transferring to Iowa high schools to play football this fall. I mean, there's kids from the Colorado Player of the Year is coming in to play. Just, I mean, Matt, can you? The world that we're living in right now is so strange, isn't it? It is a. It is so hard. I mean, like I said. I, I'm sitting here, I, I, I'm a teacher, and right away this morning, I tried to log into my classes to teach my classes from, from the Zoom portal, and we're having Zoom, Zoom outages. 
So I couldn't teach my class. I'm emailing my class. I'm on the Google Classroom telling them what's going on. You know what? And then, you know, from the from a football coach standpoint of it, you know, all summer we were, you know, we were going and we weren't going. Now we're to the spring. What's going to happen in the spring? It is a an absolute surreal time. It's scary. Um, and, you know, there's, there's so many negative things going on in this world. We've we got to find a way to make a positive with, with any of this and, you know, whether it's, you know, it's medication down the road and whatever, whatever your political views is your political views. But, you know, it, this is tough. And, you know, as a nation, we've got to find a way to really yes. rally around ourselves. Come together. You come together totally. And, and it sounds, sounds corny or cliche, but, you know, athletics really has that ability. Oh, I agree. And, mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's, you know, I, my, my nephew plays at Cedar Falls High School. He's a center up there. And I asked him to send in his schedule. I, I will be at a Cedar Falls football game this year to watch him play. That's cool. And I'm going to reach out to Brad Remmert, the head coach, and say, can I come stand on the end of the sidelines? I just need to get that feeling. You know, so, you know, and for me to think about no Iowa football games, no swim meets, no high school games for me, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow. And, you know, and then we get hit with, you know, the, the cutting of those sports. I just feel bad for, for all these kids, especially who are starting school at whatever level, and these athletes who are experiencing all this turmoil, whether it's you know, the football players, the uncertainty of playing, or the swimmers, gymnasts, and tennis players told, all right, it's pretty much over for you now. Yeah, I mean it's Gosh, just that's just awful. Twenty twenty just it just keeps on giving. Just, it? <laughs> just keeps on giving all the wrong stuff. But well, Matt, I appreciate you calling in. I wish it was under better circumstances. And if your son ever wants to talk, I mean, I'll 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 reach out to you and give you my contact information. If he ever wants to talk on the radio for a story, I mean, I one last question. I want: How long will you parents? How long will you give this to where you think that maybe there's a chance something can happen here at Iowa? And at one point, do you finally say, no, we got to move on? Have you given yourself a timetable on that? We haven't given ourselves a timetable. Obviously, we're, we're so early in our process. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've, once we've worked through that chain of command, if you will, and, mm-hmm. and God forbid we've gotten no after no, then I, I think you, 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 know, you, you swallow your pride and you move on and, I, I turned to helping my son potentially find another university, and you know, you know, we, right now we have we have several months. I mean, I know they, they have a year to potentially compete, mm-hmm. and you know what? And, and until we've done everything we possibly can, as I've told everybody, you know, I'm going to fight, and, and until my son potentially walks off that campus, I, I don't want to be done. And I said, whatever you know, quarter of a second fame I still have left in Iowa athletics, um, I'm, I'm willing to put my name out there. You know, what? I had a couple of my son did a interview with KCRG uh, the other day, and I've encouraged him to re- get other friends. So I will, I will get you in touch with him. Okay. You know, they they were they had, they were asked to make sure they ran through everything through SIDS and stuff like that. So I didn't want to put him in a spot where he couldn't uh, couldn't speak properly. So. You know, and one thing I told him when he did this interview is, what type of face do you want to have, uh, you know, for the for the for these programs? And I said, do you want to be angry and really upset and yelling at the university, or do you want to be somebody who who's upset and and passionate about finding a way to to save your sport? And initially, he's like, Dad, I want to be angry. And I understand. I go, but I go, 
what face do you want potentially on ESPN in three days if they decided to, to broadcast that? And kind of opened his eyes, and you know, he realized how important it was to be passionate about mm-hmm. his sport and be willing to sit in front of a, a, an athletic director, a president, a, a board of regents, and, and, and fight his case. So I haven't seen the interview yet, but he said it went well, and we're excited. And you know, and I, and I told him it's, it could be an important time for you to, to make even a bigger impact on the universe than sure. you ever thought um, as a student athlete there. So uh, I will put him in contact with you guys. Okay, and, great. Uh, as, as I told KCRG, please please be gentle with him. He's a he's a 19 year old young man, and you know, just kind of kind of had. Um, his world turned oh, upside sure. down. So, well, I f- Matt, know, I, f- I find it interesting because we talked earlier on Twitter. He's in class this morning. He couldn't do radio because he's in class. You know the student. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know the stu- I mean, they're student athletes. I mean, he had. Ba- you said he had back-to-back classes. Today is the today's the first day of class. And well, yes. Just um, good luck to you guys in this. We are here. If if you need a soundboard, if he wants to talk to us, let us know. We appreciate you calling in and let's hope you guys have spring football in illinois this we got to we got to get through this this is just a tough time i appreciate the opportunity guys i uh it's it's a great to talk to you it kind of flashes me back to the old days and sure. um i look forward to potentially talking in the future maybe okay. in, on some brighter moments sure. and, and and talking about the greatness of of that university because it is an absolute special place and it doesn't leave you 25 years 10 years five years well, if you're a hawk, you're a hawk forever, and and I hope people really understand how important these sports to are these kids. And well there's other ways to go about uh, dealing with these budget crises uh, without without hurting these kids. You know, find a way. You know, whatever it might be. You know, please find a way to to help these kids out and let them let them live their dreams because they've worked so hard to get there. Well said, Matt. Well said. Thank you, Thanks, Matt. Matt. Appreciate it. And go Hawks. Oh, thank you, guys. Wow, Matt was, Purdy, former Hawkeye lineman. I can just hear him teaching, can't you? Yeah. I oh, can yeah. hear him coaching, teaching, just rallying well, kids. Well, you can feel the passion. And this was the father mostly talking today. I feel for him. This yeah. is tough. I mean, I, I feel for everybody in this. I mean, it Iowa, sucks for everybody. Iowa wouldn't do this if they didn't feel they had to, and we have to give Iowa credit. They've had – they've – I mean, Wisconsin got rid of baseball 20 years ago. Yep. They got Lord Barry up there and winning all there, and they still don't want to have – I mean, Iowa has tried hard to have a broad-based program, so – but this still hurts. I feel for these kids. I mean, I really do. No, I mean, it's awful. Well, they've, as I said, they've worked all their lives to get to this point, and then the rug gets pulled out. And I looked up. Him. His son is ranked – has the fourth all-time best time in the individual medley at Iowa. His son's pretty good. He's only a yeah. sophomore. He's got a chance to do some stuff. Hello. Morning, guys. Tell me what you think of this idea. Okay. And uh, temporary slogan for the Hawks: Instead of "Go Hawks, Come Back Hawks." Hmm. What do you uh, think? Uh, nothing. I'm yeah. Not tracking. <laughs> yeah. I, I I like your effort. These guys are mean. They just whoa, they, whoa, yes, whoa, they, they just set too high a standards. Whoa, too high where a bar. are we coming back from? Coming back from getting your sport eliminated. Is that what you mean? Or just Hawks come back. There we you, miss you. There, that kind of thing. Okay, you're not. Yeah. I'm not going to convince oh, these guys. Sorry, sir. Not um, every, uh, I, not every idea, yeah, yeah. comes off the idea board as a as a winner. He tried though. He tried. He and I tried. tried. I tried to help him. I tried I, to pull. I him know from, you did. Uh, I tried to support him. Uh, drink up, Hawks. No, that's not good. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> no, that's not good at all. No. <laughs>
I even, wow. got tired. I even got tired of drinking last night. I opened up that second Coors Light. I'm like, I don't want this thing. And I let it sit there. And I woke up today, and there was three-fourths of a Coors Light yeah, aluminum can. There you go. I wasted it. Maybe just, you need a better beer. I was just, just tired of drinking. I mean, is, that's okay, isn't it? I'm, I, don't, I think I'm that's sorry. great. Okay. I didn't want to offend you or anything. I, just, you can't, <laughs> I can't imagine it personally. But. <laughs> no, it may change by tonight, but last night I just didn't want to drink. You know, I, okay. ate a, I ate a pork chop for dinner, and next thing I knew, I was down. But I, I appreciate Matt calling in. You can just hear the anguish in his voice. He feels for his well, kid. Well, it's just, it's just awful. I mean, these guys, it's not like these guys all lost full ride scholarships either. Let's face, I, mean, I mean, these guys are doing it for the love of the sport, and it's, you know, they're good too, and they do get some financial aid, but it's not like football where 90% of the players are on full ride scholarships. This is different. Yeah. They divide those things up amongst all these teammates, and I think that drop brings them even closer. And it's just, it's just unfortunate. But yeah, I had reached out to Matt earlier today, and he said he goes, you know, I'd love to have him, but he's got back to back. And I just kind of struck me. Yeah, that's right. He's a student. So they're in class today. Was the first day. Tyler was a little apprehensive going to class today. Tyler Devine. So that seems odd to me that they would turn down donations. Well, we have Gary Barta. Up. We have Gary Barta on today. At, um, we have a Zoom call with Gary Barta today at two. I'm sure he'll be asked that. But the thing, the release they put out said that we, this is final, we're not taking donations. That was in the statement that they put out, saying that they are not taking donations. This I decision. think because they could I, take donations to maybe fund it one more year and then... Well, I also think this is just the beginning of just, the... You know. It's going to get worse. I think, oh, that, I think they're absolutely. saying... I think that's kind of their subtle way of saying, guys, you know, donations are... We got way bigger problems with this. I think there's going to be more stuff. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to cut four or five more sports. I think you're going to start seeing possibly jobs and fur. I mean, this the worst is yet to come, unfortunately. No, there's no question. When we took donations, here's how donations go. So we took donations uh, for, for KFMH. KFMH. It, we got 25 grand. Right. So then we thought we'd come back uh, in a year and uh, take donations again, and we got $230. I mean, that's... You know, they figure yeah, probably, work. yeah, they figure probably it would not sustain that they can't take donations every year. Here's a donation. Somebody just donated um, a rare Mike Trout autographed baseball card set a record as the highest selling sports card of all time Saturday night when an unnamed bidder purchased it during an online auction for $3.936 million. I mean, I'm, I don't care how. Would you pay that much money for a baseball card? If I had a ridiculous amount of money, maybe. And it was something that you really liked or something? Yeah. I mean, I, if I had, I guess you know. It, yeah. I guess I've never liked. I, I'm trying to think if there's an athlete if I had a ridiculous. When you say, are you talking like Jeff Bezos type money to where yeah. you could. Yeah, I mean, I mean if, you, if where money doesn't really mean anything anymore. I mean, I'm a, I like to collect things. I was, I'm a coin collector and have, I mean, I'm not actively collecting now, but I have a real yeah, nice see, I've never, coin collection. I used to collect Sports Illustrated. Now they sit in my garage taking up space and they're heavy and they're <laughs> a pain in the ass. Hello? Do you want, do you want Sports Illustrated all the way from 1976 to 2000? Pass. Hello? Good morning, Captain Steve, Tom Suter, and Mr. Pat Hardy. You know, I'm kind, I'm kind of a little upset because there's no, there's no Iowa, there's no Iowa football game this year. I'm, no, I'm upset about it. Oh, Southern Justin, I would be too. Okay, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. There's no football. Newsflash: There's no football this fall. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. No, you. But you're oh. going to have at least a couple of weeks for uh, to get the menus in, and that's going to be about all. Oh, is that what's going on right now? 
Wow, I wasn't even Captain, I, you got to give me a heads up of what's going on with programming. I want to do this. So do all I get the, to... All, <laughs> I really it's too late now. All, all there is is just Burlington Notre Dame. They uh, they extended out the school year until the 31st. Oh, okay. Well, let's. what let's are see, the Nikes eating today? The Catholics. I don't want to do this. Well, today, late. for Burlington Notre Dame Nikes, that's a private school. Yes, They'll private having, Catholic school. Yeah. They would be having... A chalupa with tater tots. Ooh, sounds Baby good. Baby carrots good. and cinnamon applesauce cups. And That's what Burlington or Dames having. I'd rather have the chalupa. Another year, though, where the carrots just refuse to grow up. Do you have uh, Iowa City Regina's menus? Iowa City, no, Iowa City's not in school, so I don't have Iowa City. Iowa City Regina is. Regina, They're yes. in, and right you now. Have, you have slack. Wow. You have not done your research. We may have to have somebody else call in with a Regina. Yeah, Iowa City, Regina. What are they eating today? Isn't that important? Should I call yeah. Marv Cook and get Regina's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you call Marv Cook? Talk that great Marv Cook Marv, with what's Regina your son, menus. What's your son eating at Regina today? <laughs> I dare you to. I dare you to. I could. I'll pay you. I'll, I'll, I'll pay you. I'm calling him during the break and asking him if he can get Regina's lunch menu. Uh, no, he's got to give it on the yeah, air. Yeah, it's got to be on the air. That may, he may stop there, but I'll call during the break and see if He's willing to give Regina's lunch menu on the $20 air. $20 if you get Marv Cook on the air to give the uh, lunch Nothing else. We don't want to ask him anything about Iowa football. No, we want the no. menu, and then he's gone, right? Yeah. The Regina menus and That's out. it. We don't need to talk about this Ohio. Is, this is Marv Cook with <laughs> Regina menus on the Mighty 1630 KCJJ. Yeah. We don't need to talk about Ohio State 87. No. None of that no. stuff. No, no. All right. We just wanted to give I'll look the into it. Look All right. Into it. And that. And that's the lunch menus <laughs> on the All Hawkeyes on the Mighty 1630. KCJJ. Okay. Man, All right. Ready. Hawk fanatic, actually. But did he say All Hawkeyes? He did. Yeah. Uh, should I sue him? Can I sue him, Captain? <laughs> I don't believe you can. No, you really can't, can you? I mean, he made a mistake. It's, and it's also the old blood from a turnip uh, syndrome. Yeah. yeah True. I, I could get his generator for the next time we have a derecho. <laughs> Are we taking a break? I'll call Marv. We can. Right. Well, yes, it's the, but he's got to give it on the air. It's got to be on the air. But he's my guess is he would have to call his kid to find out what the lunch menus are. Well, so. he might have to do a little research. All right. Yeah. So we're giving him an opportunity to embarrass himself on yes. the air, but have to hey. work at doing it a little bit. Yes. All right. You got that it. just embarrassed me on the air. So. Yeah, I heard the 56 years. I'm not doing this. I love how you say you're not doing it as it's unfolding. Here's the weather brought to you by Iowa City Burger Hall on the Pet Ball. Here is your KCJJ forecast. It is going to be a warm and sticky next couple of days. Today's sunshine will get to 95 this afternoon, but uh, the heat index pushing 100 to 105 today. The wind out of the southwest becoming south at 5 to 15. Clear tonight, 68 tomorrow. Sunny, muggy, 98 on Wednesday. Sunshine still muggy with a high near 95. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Temperature now 75. 1630 KCJJ on TuneIn through all your devices. Powered by Panera at the Iowa City Marketplace. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. one 800 800-800-ROSE. 
Remember, hi, this is Bill Eichsring of the Oxyoke Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyoke family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. You see the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. 
for a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime. Find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. The station that saves you money. Lots of money. The next KCJJ radio auction happens this Friday morning beginning at 6. For a list of items, see our website at 1630kcjj.com. Hawkfanatic.com. Yeah. Yeah. We are back. I reached out to Marv. He's looking into it, but he does have an important call (laughs) at 945, and I said, more important than this? And then he said, you know, I'll think about it. He did not know it off the top of his head. He thought it might be on their calendar or whatever. But is Regina the only school in class today? Yes. yes. Is that because the public schools are waiting two weeks? Is that what Yes. yes. Yeah. To just to gather more information well, and see. And, and they're suing. Yeah, and I don't think anything good's going to come out. Because I think right now is the next two or three weeks are going to be bad because we're going to start getting a reaction to what's happening with all these college students. I mean, I saw those pictures. Mm-hmm. Well, plus they did not report that in June, uh, I think it was a six-year-old lost her life, and, and we never reported that. Okay, and here's a question, and I'm not knocking. It'll sound like I'm knocking. It, and I was sort of normal in college, now, but why would anyone wait 80 deep to get into the freaking summit? I don't know, but they they do. I mean, I was on. Uh, they even ran that on uh, ABC this morning. I've waited in line for two things: the Pope and Jaws. <laughs> well, seriously, all I can say is you guys have forgotten what it's like to be twenty years old. No, I haven't. I was twenty years old and I lived it and loved it, but I would never wait in line for I anything do to 80, get into a freaking I bar. 80, 80, I mean, did you see the photos of the concert? Yes, yeah, you waited eighty. You've ever waited eighty deep to get into a bar? Uh, no. I'm just, I'm just asking. I mean, what no. is it? What is it? Is it like a? Is it Disneyland in there? What do I they have? Get laid. There? Well, well I remember, you're not going to get laid waiting in line I, for I two hours. I remember being 20 years old, but I'm not, you know, or 21 years old. But I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And you want to be that. with your friends? No, I was. Yeah, I was a never party. a big. I was never a big bar goer. I would. I like the house parties and stuff like that better. You know, the where you support, mm, you provide your too. own music. I, I wasn't one of those. I did go to those places. Whatever, but I saw the line to get in. And I'm like, what the hell? These people are practically on top of each other. Hello. Good morning, guys. I'm on the uh, Regina website. Would you like to know what they're having? Um, uh, no, because that's not the deal. No. Hey, we want to hear it from Marv Cook. Spelled, hey? We want to hear it Hello. from Marv Cook. Okay. But okay. okay. No. no. Well, don't you have to hang up on him? No, I've had it. No. Nothing's just mean We've, today. It, well, what the hell? I mean, yeah, it's, it's not the point. We've got a the bit. Point, We've got a bit going. Well, the point is... That Justin didn't have it. No, you're he right. He was ill-prepared. Oh, I get this. He's all got roads, one task. All roads lead back he's, to Burlington, he's don't they? He's ill-prepared for it. Oh, my God, he's calling. Just All right. Hello? I'll tell you what. If we, uh, do you mind if we put you on the air real quick to just read it on the radio just so the people know? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Uh, how do we get him on my cell phone? Just, okay. Put it, put it on speaker, speaker and okay, put it up uh, to your yeah to the mic. Marv, can you hear me? 
Okay, this is Regina's menu today from former Isle All-American tight end Marv Cook, but none of that matters right now. Only the food matters. What do you got? A blackened salmon with a side of speared, uh, seared asparagus. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's hamburgers and fries. <laughs> 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 well, Marv, my friend, thank you. You just earned me $20, and trust me, I'm going to cook. Yeah, steak and potatoes, hamburgers and fries. Today. Okay. All right, thanks, thank Marv. Thank you, Marv. We really appreciate it. <laughs> And we got football this Friday, right? That's right. Take care, everybody. All right, thanks, Mark. Okay. Yeah, Marv Cook, everybody. Write him a check when you're done. That was a nice. That was a nice little bit. I appreciate Marv calling in. What did he say at first? Sheared, (laughs) blackened salmon and seared vegetables and seared asparagus. I think. How am I doing? Still talking into the phone? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Jesus. Well, now that was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. We just had Marv Cook on. <laughs> oh, just um, remember that catch he made in 87? It doesn't do. matter right now, though, does it? No. This is That's only That was, what, eight, 33 years ago? This is what the kids are eating. Lunch is happening now, right yeah. now. Yeah. That catch, even though it was in traffic and one of the greatest catches of all time and it beat Ohio State there, doesn't matter. No, no. See, no. aren't you happy that I hung up on that guy? Yes, and I'm. I, but I, are you worried at all about Southern Justin at all? No, how he's doing. No, Southern Justin's fine. He's probably saying, "Hey, I just got upstaged by arguably the greatest tight end in the history of Iowa football." <laughs> yeah. So I can, you know. All right. Well, you shouldn't have been ill prepared. No, well, that's I mean, right. You're right. Yeah. If you're not going to do the job, yeah, then we're going to have somebody step in. So do I sense a meeting between you two in the room, big room, after this? Tommy's going to have to come in on his day off to justify his existence. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. So there was one other thing that was great about that catch, too. Do you guys remember uh, who it was that he ran over on his way to the end zone? Wasn't it Bo Pelini? Bo Pelini. That's right. Yeah, that is one of the great. Marv's a great friend of mine, but that is one of the greatest plays of all. I forgot he ran ran over Bo Pelini. That does make make it better. And what a what a play it was! And Tom, we know how infrequently Iowa wins at Ohio State. Uh, and hey, I've, I've got to ask: yeah, uh, Big Ten Network's been playing the 2012 football season all day yesterday. Was 2012 football game? So gee, I got to watch Iowa lose to Indiana. It was great. Nice. I mean, of all the years to pick, they have 2012 all day yesterday. Hello. Hi. Am I right in remembering that game? was not on TV because I listened in the backyard raking leaves and had to wait till 6 o'clock to see the play. Am I correct on that? That I wouldn't know. Wow. I was, that was I, my senior You know, I mean. I, I certainly don't remember that, but I'm not. Do you remember watching the game? Yeah, I thought I mean, so. I would have been yes, I do. if it was on TV. Where were you living at the time, if you mind me asking? What's that? Were, were you living in the Midwest when that, I'm, I'm wondering, were you in? Iowa City. Oh, Iowa City. God, I don't know. Maybe. If somebody has the answer to that, call in. But I, I sure think I, I remember watching. The rake, I had the rake in my hand. I threw it about 40 feet in the air. Interesting. So I know I would have been in front of the tube if it had been on, but I could be wrong. I, well, well, I remember seeing the play, but I don't. I can't swear I thought it was that it a, wasn't a replay. I thought it was on ABC television, but I could be wrong. I guess I could text Marv. Um, I, I, um, I believe... Yeah. But if anyone knows the answer, feel free to call in. And yeah, I I I wish I knew, sir. I don't know. Okay, thanks. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't won't bet my life on it. I mean, I've certainly seen the play. But yeah, like you said, you don't know if it was a highlight, right? 
So, and games weren't always no, they not weren't. in '87. They weren't always on. And I'm trying to remember. Iowa, Iowa would go on to win ten games that year. Ohio State. I, I can't remember how good they were that year. Didn't Earl Bruce get fired after that game? I think he did. Hello. After that season. Now, just what to talk about. Uh, Barb Cook caused Earl Bruce to get fired. Is this going to cause Southern Justin to get fired? You know, well, the, the two guys. Who knows? That, the two giants that make that decision are right here. They're I, staring at each other right now. It's a concern. The wheels I, are turning. I vote fired. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. God. Well, I'm going to have to go the other way, so... So we got to negotiate. We're going to have to figure it out. Is this going to be the rest of the show? Hello. Got a $50 bill for Tom. If you can get Tom Brokaw to call in about the Scattergood menu, that'd be good. <laughs> 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 well, if you have Tom's number, I'll, I'll call him. Former University I'll of I'll bet he'd, he'd come on, too. Hello. Hey, it's lonely old Grandpa Libtard. Hi, Grandpa Libtard. Good morning. Um, I love talking about that Ohio State game. I was there that day uh, with a group of friends and sitting on the, it would be the north goal line when Marv made the catch. And what made that game interesting, I'd been to one other game at Ohio State before that. Uh, well, I take it back. I went to one other game after that, and that was the Gang Lu game in 91, the day after Gang Lu had murdered all mm-hmm. the people. And that was when Hayden stripped the decals off the helmets, and right. we beat Ohio State again. We did. But that game, the Marv Cook game, our back then visiting fans were pretty much seated together, and the home team still gave, you know, some pretty generous, decent seats. And we were seated low in the lower bowl and not too far off the field. And, again, it was right on that goal line. That entire game, we had a really obnoxious Ohio State fan, which actually is pretty contrary. I, I, I've been there three times total, and I've always been treated very well there. Um, but for some reason, this guy was just – ragging on our pretty large group of Hawkeye fans sitting there. And I happened to be on the end of the aisle right across from him. And, you know, we didn't, nobody said anything to him. Nobody responded. And just ragging on us the whole game. Marv makes the catch. And when he caught it, his back was to our side of the field. So when he fell across the goal line, we didn't know at first if it was a touchdown or not. And it seemed to take forever for the side judge across the field to come running into the middle of the field and raise his arms for the signal of a touchdown. As soon as he did, I swear to God, our entire section turned and looked at this guy. (laughs) And he got up, he shook my hand and said, good game. And he just ran, skedaddled out of there. And as we left the stadium, there were vendors selling Fire Earl Bruce shirts. They had that international symbol of the circle and the bar and then the silhouette of Earl Bruce with his his uh, fedora and kind of a pot belly and they were selling these shirts left and right and he was fired a week later well 
he was told before the Michigan game. This was the second-to-last game of the season. And the next week, Ohio State had to go to Michigan. And he was fired before that game. He got to coach that game. But he was done. That was the end of yeah, it. No, I'm yeah, no, just, I'm just watching the video of Marv right now. I just called it up. And, yeah, I can see where he his back was completely turned to one side of the field. So, you obviously, I can see what side you guys are sitting on. Yeah, we were at the north end on the east side. Can you see Dirk in the picture? I cannot, but Earl Bruce almost <laughs> took his coat off, his suit coat off. He was so upset. You know, that's a different kind of stadium. It's even bigger now than it was then. But even then, that you want, horseshoe. You want to hear Zabel's just, call? Yeah, yeah. Let me, just, uh, let me go back. Yeah, let's hear Zabel's call. There you go. Wow. What memories. That was great. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was going through some old boxes in the attic, and I came across the Columbus Dispatch Sunday edition the day after that game, which was all about Marv Cook. It had his name and headlines, and I think it said uh, Iowa Cooks Bucks. Ooh, I like that. And, I like it. Uh, and now, 33 I, uh, years later, he's reading off lunch menus. Yeah, 33 cool years later. 33 years later, we've got a reading lunch menus for Regina. We've come a long way, fellas. <laughs> and I do believe that game was on TV. That was a huge game. I think it would have had to have been. And but... Yeah, it was on TV. It was a. Well, I was hoping the video would show, like, underneath ABC television, but it didn't. I'm going to look for another one. Let me see. If it, it was dark when the game got over. And back then, that would mean a 2.30 start. And a 2.30 start back then meant TV. Yeah, I, uh, it would have had to have been on TV. Yeah, otherwise you were starting at 1 o'clock back in the 80s. And what year was this, 87? 87, right? 87. Yeah, yep. yeah. So. And I'll say another thing about the Ohio State fans. After the game, they were really gracious. It was Bottom line is it was a hell of a ball game. Back and forth. I mean, the Hawks. I don't. Did they ever have the lead in that game? I, was, oh, I don't think play? so. I have no. I don't think so. I, I don't think they did. I don't, I don't think they did. But to be in that stadium with so many people right on top of the field. I mean, it was just you're just jammed. Well, in that Iowa team won ten place. games too. Two years after they had won ten games in '85, that's when Hayden really was rolling. '84, '85, '86, '87. I mean, they won, t- what, they won 29 games from 85 to 87. That's pretty impressive. Yes, it is. Back then, they didn't play as many games. No, no, they didn't. So, yeah, it was impressive. Yeah. Hey, Great so memories. Uh, good to hear Marv on the phone. And thank you for confirming that there is high school football beginning this Friday. Yep. Do you know who Regina plays? Because I don't. Off the top of my head, I don't. There were three games last week. I. Um, hey, thanks a lot. Dirk. No, I don't know who Regina plays off the top of my head. Are you watching it now, Tom? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see. I didn't see any tele. Usually, lots of times you'll see something like the lower right-hand corner, like ABC television. I didn't. None of the videos I saw showed it. Hmm. But I, I would be surprised if that wasn't on in the by the '87. Yeah, I sure think I watched it. 
in real time. I'm pretty sure I did. Were you in the middle of your band then? Band on the run? Uh, yeah. 87? Uh-huh. But you always tried to schedule things where you could watch Iowa football? Oh, we always saw. Did you? When they were on, we saw it whenever we could, you bet. So, yeah, that brings back a lot of memories. And But, no, this is um, – I see both sides of the story about eliminating sports, but I don't think you can blame football because without football, you're not going to have a lot of this. And to be good in football, you have to compete market-wise and what have you. I mean, I mean, Iowa's not the only place that's paying its football coach multi-million. Everyone that Iowa competes is doing that, you know? I mean, Kirk's not even in the top 15 or 20 anymore. Uh-uh. So, nope. But I do get the frustration. You do... You sometimes wonder if could they have absorbed this a little longer, but I just think that this is just the beginning of a lot more bad oh, stuff think, financially. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's going to be happening all over. It has to. Yeah, and I'm still not I mean, convinced. I don't see how else you... Well, and I'm still not convinced there's going to be a lot of football this fall. I know. I, I, I've not changed it on that. I think they're going to try to start, and it'll be interesting to see how far they get out of the gate. Hello. Good morning. Morning. I believe when Mark Cook scored that touchdown, he plowed over Bo Pelini. He did. Yes. Yes, he did. Yep. yep. Right? Is that the, that's the same game we're talking about. Yes. I thought that was that adds to the legend. Yes. Yep. You are correct. All right. Awesome, guys. Have yep. a good day. Thanks. Thanks. And that does, it, it does add another layer, layer to the, to the legend, I would say. And it was just a great play, and that was a great season, and Hayden had the black he had the black, um, you know, the windbreaker and the white pants on, and it just brings back a lot of good memories. God, I was just out of college then. I mean, I was 22 years old, 23 years old. Hello. Hey, uh, just a comment on the Big Ten. I, I've got to go out to Denver over uh, here coming up, and my uh, brother-in-law is a big Iowa State fan, so I, I we were going to go out and watch games. Well, now you can see we're only going to be watching Iowa State probably, and I have to say I'm a little bit – mad sad i'm like mourning the season it's it's difficult what what i what i hope for the big 10 is doesn't turn out like the iowa football program where we all thought more programs were gonna find out that they have had the same issues with uh you know with african-american players Mm -hmm. and then find out we're the only school i'm just hoping the big 10 you know cancels the season and and I'm really hoping we don't see SEC and Big 12 football season night. And I guess that's, that's mean of me uh, to, to want that or selfish with, for the other programs and their fans. But, man, this is hard to do. I, It'd be a, be a bad luck or a bad look for the Big Ten. I see where he's coming from. Oh, he's human. I mean, bet. sometimes selfish is being human in some ways. And, I, like I said, I'm still not convinced they're going to pull it off. I just – I hope I'm wrong because if they can pull it off, yeah, the Big Ten's going to take a PR hit, so is the Pac-12. But I, I just don't see anything suggesting it's going to happen unless they ignore data and just take a ton of risks. Yeah. Hello. 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 Um, going back to the cutting of swimming and all that and uh-huh. stuff, I'm hoping that the kids that want to transfer will be able to because I think a lot of the other colleges – will probably cut a lot of their programs, too, um, if the money is there. You would think so. Unfortunately, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, that's the downfall of these minor, I mean, minor sports. I mean, you know, I, I watched Iowa swimming when Patton was the coach. I mean, tremendous, mm-hmm. you know. And they do have great facilities. And stuff, so, you they, know. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Ooh, no, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I watched it when Bob, I, Bob Allen was the coach. Well, they, they have, and the they beats. do have great facilities now. Like yep. Matt said, they've upgraded facilities for tennis and swimming, and it's just unfortunate because, you know, a lot can change, obviously, in less than a year. I don't think there was any discussion Ooh. a year ago about no. eliminating any sports at Iowa. Uh-uh. But then, the, then something called a pandemic hit, and life has changed forever. Definitely, definitely has changed a lot of things and stuff. Oh, you guys do a good job. I enjoy listening. Well, thank all you, the time. thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. You know, bet that gentleman did not expect to hear Marv Cook read the oh. Regina lunch menu today. <laughs> <laughs> and not only did he read it, he played along with the gag he and did. He um, improvised, the, yeah. and it was funny. Yeah, and it, it actually worked because I actually at first I believed him. What was it? Black and Black and catfish with black and salmon. salmon with seared vegetables with seared vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine a or seared asparagus? Yeah, seared. Can you imagine a, that? Sounds really good, doesn't it? Not to me. Oh, you don't like salmon? I love nope. black and salmon, Captain. I love salmon, oh, I love but salmon. I don't like it blackened. I like it any way that's got a bunch of butter and spice. Yeah, on you it. put a bunch of butter on it. Yeah, and salmon can be good. And I'm with you, you put sir. A bunch I'm not of a, butter on everything. I'm not a huge seafood fan. There's a lot of seafood I don't wow. like. Some of it's just too fishy for me. But salmon. Mm. It I works. like. I love all seafood. That's yeah, not great. Me. I do. I love all That's seafood, Suter. How could you eat seafood, Alfredo? You can have my share. Because yeah. I don't like Alfredo sauce. You like Alfredo oh. sauce? Yeah. Oh, God. It's I had uh, and... uh, seafood uh, with angel hair pasta uh, from, uh, from Monica's. I remember my sister used to always, I'd be like, hey, Mom, what are we having for dinner? And my sister would always say, we're having seafood. And then she'd show me what she was eating. <laughs> What do you think of that? I like it. I like it. But um, but yeah, this is. I mean, this is just a weird. Just a, we're having a Zoom call with Gary Barr today about canceling four sports in a fall without football during a global pandemic. Two weeks after a derecho. So I now mean, think the, about that. That's what's so bizarre about this whole thing and making it so politicized and everything is when you look at all the things that are due because of this pandemic and then people are still saying oh it's no big deal it's a hoax it's the flu it's this you know how do you get that when you look at not only what we're doing here but what every other uh, corporation is doing what every other government is doing how do you how do you figure that it's a hoax i, it I don't just know doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't make yeah, to the people still any freaking that narrative. sense. I don't know. I mean, that narrative is so stupid at this point. I mean, it's obviously not a hoax. It's something that's destroying our economy. It's destroying sports as we know it. I mean. And killing, what, 175,000 Americans? Yeah, well, 176, I think, right now. 176,000. Estimated by the end of the year, there'll be 300,000 if we don't do something about it. And we're not doing something about it. And I mean, this, every day is a different, oh, we've found this, you know, coming from president's mouth. He said yesterday, and we've been doing this. And I've heard it does work some. I've heard yeah, it's it not does, the cure-all to cure yeah, but it does work some. Yeah, but they've been doing it. You know, well, that whole thing designed yesterday was months. designed to make it look like, look what you're all great leaders doing yeah. for you. When really, it's been done. I, it's I been done. Through, I don't I even mean, pay attention to it anymore. I no, just don't even pay, just don't even pay attention to it anymore. I just hope and pray for that somehow we can figure out a way to get through this thing, yeah. and we got to do it together. Or it's not going to happen. Just get a damn you vaccine right. out there, and and I mean, until then, we're a freaking man. I hate telling college kids how to live their life because normally I. 
couldn't care less what college kids do unless it impacts me. But now these kids just have bad timing. They're going to, to me, they're going to have to suck it up for the country during this semester. And, or I just think it's going to lead to more bad stuff. And I mean, those pictures, those pictures over the weekend were not, were not encouraging. It, no, they weren't. I mean, well, we had it a wasn't big, good news. We had a party at our, at the rental across the street from us. Were they and wearing masks? No. Were they licking necks? They were smoking dope and, uh, and, and just and eating no masks. Necks. And were I they eating Doritos? I don't care if they're smoking. Do- I mean, I don't care. It's, you know. Um, you don't suppose any well, anything could be transferred by if you're smoking off the well, same course. joint as somebody? Well, yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I mean, they're all. You know. Did you read about the Starbucks and was it Korea where the air conditioner kept recirculating the same air and it infected a bunch of people? Yeah. God. No. Like 50 people got infected by it because this air kept recycling the same air and there's some guy was had it and he was in there for like two and a half hours talking. Well, listen, before we got this building redesigned, that's exactly what our building was doing, was re- just recycling air. Now this is and not that's happening? Why it was, no. So it's not a Petri dish anymore? Suter no, was we, got this, we got this whole... Ex- Water. Water. Because okay. it went down. I haven't heard Hunter cough. Hunter's cured. What do you take the <laughs> yeah. plasma? <laughs> yeah, that's what he drank some. He drank some plasma. Drank some bleach. <laughs> no, we had this whole thing uh, revented, and I mean everything's new in the in the system. But it was doing that before. It was mm-hmm. re- recycling the same air all the time. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Okay, We're hanging in there. Hey, I hope you don't mind. I'm driving, and I've got to use my Bluetooth. That's okay. Uh, That's okay. We can hear you yeah. fine. Is this Mikey? Okay. Yeah, it is. Hi, Mike. Hi. I just wanted to uh, voice my opinion. That anybody thinks this COVID is a joke needs to be taken out and beaten with a stick. Okay. Amen. Uh, and we are to the point right now, at least in my family, where my wife can no longer work uh, because of this. So anybody that thinks it's a joke, guess what? The joke's on you. Well, I, so, well said. I agree. Yeah. And it's that, no joking matter at all. Yeah, that's my opinion. I stand by it. Anybody that doesn't like it better stick their fingers in their ears and not listen to me. So, Mike, how long has, has your wife had had the COVID? Uh, she, got it, she got it back in March. Oh, so... And uh, luckily, it was not bad enough to where we had to take her to the hospital. We I just kind of locked her in her bedroom for two or three weeks and dropped food off at her door. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after that, she was out and actually started back to work a little bit part time. But it's to the point now to where, I mean, she's had she has asthma and some other things, and she she can't even walk hardly at all wow. anymore. Oh, so it's so it's, sorry to hear that. It's it's going. That's okay. It's just it's just going to be a long, drawn out process before she gets back to where she can actually do anything. Wow. So, and do you have any idea where she? Guys, do you have any idea where she thinks she got it? Where do you do you have any idea where she thinks she got it? Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. She is probably the biggest germaphobe in the world, probably next to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that the only I think that where she got it because she was pretty good about using sanitizer was that she was pumping gas someplace. Mm. I think she got it off the gas handle. Yikes! Yeah, I mean I've actually 
gone taking my Lysol bottle with me and sprayed gas no, handles I'm, when I don't have sanitizer. I've got a sanitizer and a yeah. towel in my car. This time I didn't have sanitizer, but I did have a thing of light, so I sprayed the gas thing before I touched it. I don't know if that's a... Yeah. Not, not a bad idea. Yeah. Tell her we're thinking of yeah, her. Yeah, we're thinking of her, man. I, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We're, we're going to get through it, and thanks to the radio station and some other people, at least I'm still in business and can work probably three-quarter time. So I do appreciate everything that you guys do at the radio station as well. Well, we appreciate you. you too, Mike. Okay, guys. You take care thanks of yourself. Thanks for calling. Okay, you too. I mean... Okay, well, that hits home, doesn't it? I sure does. I w- worked with a part timer in Waterloo, and his—I don't know—I don't remember what his real name was, but he used Terry Cloth on the air. <laughs> and his radio uh, name was Terry Cloth. Terry Cloth. Two, like Terry and the last name Cloth. <laughs> yeah. Play on that's, words. That's what he did, used on the air. Why does everybody have to have a, na- a name on the air? Uh, I don't know. I wanted Molly to be Molly Cyrus. <laughs> so. So what would mine um, be? <clears throat> um, Give me an on-air name besides Dickhead or something. There's what would my G G G Allen. <laughs> All right, continue your story. Is this a long one? No. Okay. Uh, Fifty-four years old. I mean, he was a kid when he when he was uh, he'd come to the radio station and he'd look around and we put him on the air. He was like. 13 with a voice of a uh, 30-year-old uh-huh. baritone. Uh, he passed away from it. Just um, recently? Or? Just like two weeks and ago. He was basically yeah. my age, a little younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I mean, mean, this is... Karn called in last week, said she lost a friend. 68, yeah. remember? Said he was in yeah. perfect health. No, this is not a hoax. No, this ain't, this is no hoax, and it's nothing... And I don't agree with the fire Kevin Warren. I'm not... I don't, not, think, I don't I, either. I just think that's an overreaction. I sympathize with the parents. I understand that they want and deserve transparency. I get that side of it. But I still don't think Kevin Warren's done anything to be fired. That's ridiculous. It wasn't his decision. And I still think he's going to end up... Wasn't no, and it wasn't decision. his decision. I think he was actually... I, I'm putting there. I think he was like 58 or 59. But, but I also, still, still, he was fine. Yeah. But I also think, though, yeah. that those people ultimately will have made the right decision. Hello. How about uh, Pat Freebase and Hardy? Uh, <laughs> I've never freebased. I mean, yeah. so what am I going to be? A, um, um, Pat, uh, Pat, I would like to try to freebase one time in my life, Hardy. That's way too long. <laughs> but we'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll put we'll it keep down. Working the, on it. We'll yeah. put it on the list. You got to yeah. figure out how to but. word that down to. <laughs> how, how about Pat Stoner? <laughs> I, I'm not sure how remaining family yeah. members would like that. No, I don't think. I don't I think know, Captain would like that. I don't think. I thought so. you were going to say Pat Freebase. If it's a real name, though. Pat Speedball. Stoner is a legitimate. Well, I knew I went to school with a guy named <laughs> yeah. Kevin Stoner, and people would be like, "Hey, are you stoned? How many times do you think you heard that growing up?" You know. Come back, come back, Hawks. Come back, Hawks. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> what were we? Ta- what were we talking? Weren't we being serious there for a second? Yeah, yeah for a while. No, oh. this is really, this is really bad, and people just aren't getting it. And I'll tell you what, if the SEC and them get away with football you, play, I'll come back and say, hey, I was wrong. I mean, Well, do you I think, very seriously, that the university would have canceled this if, if you know, if they didn't, weren't taking it seriously? Yeah, no, I, I mean, mean, and it wasn't Kevin Warren's decision. It no, was the okay. chancellor's and president's decision at the advice of legal and medical people. And everybody yes. like, oh, it's the media. The media didn't cause... The NFL. I love or how the we're NBA. always use- I yeah. love how we're always useless until we do something that pisses people off. Yeah. Then we're the problem. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. The morning. question I want to know is, let's say that Iowa State, the Big 12, and, uh, and they play. But let's say they only play like three games and that's it. Mm-hmm. Are they going to allow them to continue on and then play in the spring? I, I have not heard Don't any discussion. have any idea. I have no idea. That's a good question, and I'm sure that they have to have that in the back of their minds because that could happen. But I don't know. I don't know what they have not said what they plan on doing. I don't know. My other question is, thank you, my other question is this. If the NCAA has already said we're not going to have a national championship in football, and I hate to be mean, but why are these teams playing? Well, Because the kids want to play? Because only two teams play in the national championship every year, I would think. Yeah, and the kids want to play, and they want to have some sense of normalcy. And a lot of these kids want football in order to have more of an audition to get to the NFL. I mean, that's right. – that's, I think, for a lot of these kids, that's what's at stake. Okay, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just interesting because I was wondering what would happen then if they just would play like a week or two weeks and that would be it. Well, And then would, would they allow and, – and let me ask you another question. I'm sorry. I think we're going to see the answer to that. I think that's what's going to happen. I want to ask about high school football then. So okay. in high school football, how many games are they allowing then in the regular season? Then? Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then is there like an opt where they can opt like two games? What's the deal on that? What's yeah, the deal on that? Yes, and there's going to be no penalty t- to the teams if if some only play three games and some play seven. There will be no penalty, and all teams qualify for the playoffs. Because I think they're expecting not every team to have seven games under their belt. Right. And, so, right. So we'll see. Okay. So the team does not play then, so – Okay, let's say that a team says, "Okay, we're not going to play this week." Can they play? Can they switch? Can it schedule change? That's where I'm getting yes. at. Can they change the schedule within the within the week? Yes, mm-hmm. they will have uh, absolute fluidity as far as that goes. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. You have a good day. Go hard. All right. Thanks. Somebody did reach out to me and said that. Listen to this. Pat, I listened to the Ohio State game when Marv caught the pass. I had a Sony Walkman headset on as I was playing golf that day by myself. If the game was on TV, I would have been watching it. Oh, well, maybe so. Hello. Steve Bird. Thanks, Steve. Well, you know, some high schools are expecting the worst when they're having senior night week one or week two. Yes, yeah, and homecoming and all that stuff. No, that's that's interesting. I find that good, though. That's very proactive, smart, creative planning. But you're right, though. That's very telling. Hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So well, I didn't know about that. I just hope we can get some games in. And, yeah. But it's not easy. I mean, it's... it's well, gonna... okay, if you get if you play game one, if you have somebody test positive, then you take the next week off, you quarantine for 10 days or whatever the number is, and then you're ready to, to play for the next so week you know, what after that. Proves that the mask is, is working, seriously. NASCAR and uh, IndyCar, because, I mean, no ifs, ands, or buts. They've got to wear a mask or a face cover at all times, um, you know, except for the drivers when they're uh-huh. in the cars. Uh, and they've been able to pull this off, and nobody's come down with it. Well, how do you quarantine if you have in-person classes? We, I don't know that you can. I don't think you can. Regina, Hello. Yeah, so... Do you think that uh, canceling the season for the Big Ten is is helping or hurting the Chris Doyle situation at Iowa? That's a good question. I've been asked that 
a couple times. It's hard to answer. I can convince myself of both answers. Mm-hmm. I think in a way you could say, well, Kirk needs to get that team back on the field and start winning, create some buffer between what happened, get some on this. Look, see, this team is unified. Look how well they're playing together. The risk, though, what if they were to play this fall, they were to play this fall, and they would have been two and three after. You imagine what it would have been like? Yeah. Hello. But that's a fair question. It I is. I, it's, I don't know how to answer it, really. Hey, guys, it's Greg calling from outside Chicago. How are you doing today? Good, Good Greg. Greg. I got a question for you. So what do you think is more awkward for Gary Barta, the fact that the uh, Iowa is scheduled to host the men's swimming championships this year or that he's head of the BCS committee and Iowa's not playing football? Uh, that's a <laughs> – <laughs> Tom, pretty ironic on both fronts, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I just I, I I saw some swimming website was already canceling, calling for the NCAA to change where the championships were this year. But it's just it's amazing they spent seventy million dollars on that complex less than ten years ago, and now they're not going to have swimming. So it, it, it yeah. is. It, that's how much it was. Yeah, and and it's a beautiful complex. It, it, it is really beautiful. Is. But look what they did with tennis. They got that whole new tennis facility. But in fairness, they're not. Yeah, they're not Bonnie Reynolds. They can't read the future. And I, I mean, no, I see. I I, no, and I get what you're saying. I get it. It's two, both sides. You can find frustration. But yeah, Gary's in a really tough position. And we have a Zoom call with Gary at two o'clock. That'll probably come it, up. It should come up. I mean, you're the head of. You're part of the NCAA, the the football playoff selection committee, the head of it, and your he, team's. Yeah, he's the head of. He's it. the head of it this year, and your team's not playing. And yeah, it's. But look at Kevin Warren. He's the Big Ten commissioner, and his son's playing down at Mississippi State. It's mm-hmm. just nothing makes sense right now. No. Yeah. It doesn't. Right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Always Thank, enjoy it. No, Thank I'm, you. No, I'm glad he brought that up. But then the, the question prior to that, these are good questions, and you notice we don't have any answers. We're just no, we're no. one. We have no answers today. The only one with an answer today so far has been Marv Cook. We had answers for the high school stuff. A little bit, yeah. yeah. There's really no concrete answers for no. any of this stuff. A lot of it is guesswork and we, hope and it. conjecture and everything. Hello. Hey, Pat. How about we fill that Iowa swimming pool with dirt and it'd be a great spot for an indoor marijuana? I grill. knew that's where he was going. <laughs> well, with all the humidity and everything, Captain, what do you think? I Aren't knew. they talking about uh, using it for other sports? For well, they'll be able to. They'll be able to have turn. I mean, I would think that they'd be able to rent that thing out. And you would think so. But that's what do you think of his idea? Uh, <laughs> Is it fair to say I will never live this down now? Perhaps. Huh? Morning. Hello. Hey, I just uh, going, getting back to what Mike said there about his wife being sick still. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, you know, I love the Hawks and everything, but what are they calling recovered when you see those numbers on the TV and they say, oh, X number were sick and, and this many recovered, when they really don't know what the long-lasting effect, effects are? Well, they, exactly. just, they just reported today uh, that a person that had it in Hong Kong and got over it uh, four months later got it again. Yeah, well, and that and, and the fact that they could have heart disease or lung issues that come yeah. back later. Um, or I have a brain, friend who got it, and, and he's still sick months later. Yeah, yeah. It's, it ain't a good thing. I, I hate the idea of exposing our, our beloved hawks to something like that, too, where perhaps they get it, get over it, and then are compromised later on. And I think that's what the doctors and the legal that's people right. advise the chancellors, and then that Kevin Warren had to respond to that. I think that's where all I this came exactly from. I think exactly right. 
Yep. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, thanks it. for the call. And I know we're, if there's some Hawkeye parents listening, they're probably not liking what we say. It's nothing personal. I do sympathize with them. And I do think the Big Ten didn't handle this well from a process standpoint. No, they, from they, a transparency no, they didn't. No, they, they didn't. No, they didn't. I think the parents deserved more transparency. They de- deserved a little more awareness and respect during this thing. But this is the first time and hopefully the last we've ever had to deal with something like this. You learn as you go, unfortunately. I mean, Hello. Lonely old fake grandpa Dirk. <laughs> I remember something else about that Iowa Ohio State game. Marv Cook made that catch. I was with a great group of close friends, and well, they always played this game when we got to the stadium. Who who has to sit by Dirk? <laughs> it was all in good fun, though. I know they were they were kidding, but. Sometimes they went, went on and on and on with it. <laughs> Got to be kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Who has to sit by me? <laughs> but, uh, other than that, you know, <laughs> I know they were kidding. <laughs> okay. That was kind of mean. That was solid. Was it mean, though? I don't know. That's... <laughs> You used to say harsh. Was that harsh or was that strong? No, it was solid. Not harsh, though. No. Hello. Okay. <laughs> hey, good morning, gentlemen. It's John Ball. Hey, John. Hi, John. I wanted to report, report in on the scrimmage last Friday at City High. Oh, good. Uh, with, with Grinnell. It, uh, uh, it was very interesting. Uh, you'll, you'll, you may not may or may not have known this, the, the Grinnell head coach is Brian Souser, who was at West High. Right. Oh, I was not aware of years that. ago. Yeah, and then he, what you remember, he went to Oklahoma. Yeah, yep. I don't know how long he was down there, and now he's been back at Grinnell, I think, a couple of years. But I, I understand his son, who's a lineman, pretty good player. I guess he's going to Iowa State. Hmm. Um, but that was an interesting sidelight. But it uh, had new lights at uh, Bates. Uh, these old, their old and antiquated ones finally got replaced after a lot of us harped on it for years. So looked good. It was. It was a good evening, you know. All the the chain gang was all masked up, and uh, the sideline coaches uh, were on the visitor side. Obviously, they were masked except for Saucer. I don't know why the hell he didn't have a mask on, but he did. Um, he still. <laughs> I remember when he was at West, he got he get pretty animated on the sideline. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, Grinnell has a good team there. You know, I think they're second ranked in three A, and they, they've got some good players. Uh, their quarterback is very good left-hander and can really deliver the ball and uh, city city high it was I, they didn't keep score but you know they, they ended up tying them they played uh, two quarters of jv and two quarters of varsity is what what happened so okay. uh overall it was i think it was a good good start for the, the little hawks just to have the have the game some actual game because they sure. played Davenport Central this coming Friday in their home opener so so did they stop the game every four minutes yes Yep, they did. They did. And then what uh, happens during the – what goes on during the stoppage? Well, they, they're cleaning – I think they're cleaning the ball. Okay, okay. Disinfecting that and, and just that sort of thing. Okay. Um, I, mean, I mean, I think everything went off okay. We'll just see what happens. Hear. Hopefully nobody yeah. will come up with the virus. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're very close to the players on the sideline because, you know, the city high sideline on the visitor's side is so darn close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm going to ask the athletic director if he can't move those players back a little further, even put them on the track or something, because it, it's pretty darn close. No, I agree. And you're, t- mm-hmm. you know, I, you guys are taking chances. I appreciate the fact that you guys go out there and do this for the kids. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a lot of fun. We I, I've enjoyed. It. I've done it for twenty five years, and it's 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 it's. it's High school sports is still pretty pure. Mm-hmm. Sure. From that, that something about high school football that's special. Yeah, it, it, really, it is. really is. And yeah. There's just something about it. So, uh, City High's quarterback Rafe Hamilton is a senior, and uh, he, he he's got a good arm, and mm-hmm. he hooked up with Gabe Mitchell a couple of times on some nice plays. So, uh, I don't know a lot of the players at this point. Uh, they, they, they they get there was no nothing as far as uh, you know programs or anything like that so this coming week we should see more and see what they're what they're made of totally but they got a little more size this year i think than they had last year as far as up front so john what were some of the other um precautions or changes that they did besides taking the time out every four minutes well on every fourth down there was a new ball that was to be taken out from the sideline, the referee wasn't supposed on the sideline wasn't supposed to touch it. He was, they were taking the ball out to the ref there in the middle, and there's a, they're they're trying to limit the touches of the ball, mm-hmm. from, <laughs> which I think is interesting. You know, you got the players touching it all sure. the time, so it's uh, and the and you know the officials are masked and uh, um, they uh, they've got uh, the whistles are different because you know they got their masks, so they've got these electronic. <laughs> Whistles, which huh. are run by batteries, that's wow. kind of unique. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, well, uh, interesting. Yeah, all, all, all in all, I think it was great just to have the kids out and, sure. and playing and a uh, test run. Uh, you know, it's, it's just hope we can get through a season. You know, with without any any. I'm with you, John. Kind of up up upended. So we need it for so many reasons. We need it emotionally, spiritually, oh. finan- everything, everything. Yep. Yeah, we mentally do. as much as anything. I yep. think for everybody. So. But I wanted to just report in, gentlemen. Thanks, John. Give you a little he- heads up, and we'll we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thank you, Johnny. I got Thanks. this text Thanks, message folks. from. Bye-bye. I got the. I can't say who it is, but this person's well connected, and this is not a good. Cases on campus are exploding. I wish I could tell you this on air, but I have to remain anonymous. It is out of control. Already. I've heard the same thing. I got the same I, thing. From someone, it's part of the reason I'm not going to get a hernia from schedule a hernia for yeah, the next month. Someone would know. Would you schedule to get a hernia done right now, Captain? No, I wouldn't schedule to have a hernia. <laughs> I didn't schedule mine. Mine happened with. But no, I'm going to wait and see what happens here because I have a feeling. September, of all the afflictions I've had, I've never had that. I haven't either. Well, I'd rather have a hernia than cancer, so I, I feel for you. Yeah. But I, this is and not I don't good. Want either. And, but I would not <laughs> schedule anything right now. Fine, suitor. <laughs> my next door neighbor's a, my next door neighbor's a nurse, and she warned me about this. She said this was coming about two weeks ago. She's like, man, if she goes, don't schedule anything for September, or yeah. October, because the hospitals are going to be strapped. They're going to be well. I we knew it was coming, guys. Yeah. yeah, it's this is. I'm supposed to have dental stuff, and I'm not really comfortable. I, I'm not due for that till November, but still, I you know I'm just not comfortable. I wouldn't go do, right now. You know something? Not comfortable doing anything. Well, it's you just, went. But you were in the dental office when the direction. doors blew open. Yeah, Mother and Nature now I was, yeah, so I go back again, and then we have an earthquake or something. Mother Nature sent you a warning. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a good text, so that's disturbing. Let your to teeth, no, it's not good. Let your teeth fall out. <laughs> well, you got masks. They hide them now. Teeth don't matter anymore. Yeah, I really, yeah it's hiding my uh, double chin. If I'm a dentist, I'm worried that my world's going to be taken I'm over by masks. I'm more appealing now yeah. with the mask. Hello? Uh, first off, when people compare the common flu to covid 
I mean, it shouldn't even be in the same No, it's ridiculous. But it no. is, though. And I'm with you, but it is. It Unfortunately, is. that's the world be, we're in right now. That's the leadership, the federal. That's what you're... Well, then the other narrative doing. is, I saw somebody I mean, on Twitter. Someone said, yeah, my cousin got killed in a car wreck the other day, but he was diagnosed with COVID, so they said he died of COVID. That is... BS. I don't believe that. True. I don't no, believe it that. It is not true. No, I, I've had the flu a couple times in 25 years. One time it was like two days, and the other time it was like five days. But there's no time frame for the COVID. I mean, it's, no. And you weren't put on a ventilator, right. were you? No, I wasn't. No. I was probably probably could have worked, but yeah. you know, yeah. just saying. And, and I just don't understand the comparison. But regardless, um, yeah. And then I, I thought I heard on the radio, maybe if not on social Donna media, Summer. that when when Regina was uh, practicing sometime over the weekend. They were all wearing face masks underneath their helmets. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Well, that makes sense. That wouldn't, yeah, if you can get away with it, I mean, the safer the better. Well, there just, is a, there's a thing that attaches to the helmet now that they've designed. Here's another like, interesting oh, wow. text I just got. Uh, yeah. Class of 200 students, 30 have already tested positive. That's fifteen percent. Yeah, right now. Well, that's that's Thanks what the county is at right now is yeah fifteen percent positivity. Yeah. Petri dish. You know, this impacts me when I go to high V. I only go to high V Panera. I mean, I only go to a certain amount. This of is just absolute crap because you know, and I mean, Jan and I were talking about it yesterday. We zoomed with our family, and it was really cool and everything. But it ain't the same, and you can't see. You're, you're afraid. I haven't seen my mom yeah. since January. Well, yeah, that's terrible. I've seen the kids maybe three times and at a distance, <clears throat> no hugging, no nothing. And my yeah. mom's place is under lockdown now, but even if it wasn't, coming from Iowa City, I wouldn't be a feel safe going yeah. to see my mom right now because I don't know what I'm getting exposed to up here now. Hello. So um, I guess a Google search would give the answer, an answer, but maybe not the correct one. But do we know, like, is there a, a a schematic on how much or how long the virus lives on certain materials metal yes yeah they they have that figured out and yeah and i've seen it i i can't remember i couldn't tell you i think it's but it it varies it depends on the surface but it can also stay on a surface but lose its ability yeah it loses its ability i think after like 90 minutes or something like that okay it loses well my concern was we 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 take our little one um you know, to isolated parks, equipment and stuff when there's nobody else there. We'll just bypass it if there's people there. So then, like, if somebody was on there playing, had it, is it sitting on the plastic? Am I wiping down, you know, miles of uh, plastic play equipment before I let him play on it? That's you know? a good question. Well, it still, is, it still isn't a bad idea to do that. No. I mean... You know, I mean, right. play, play it safe. And, yeah, it's uh, never a bad idea to play it safe. No. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that information is out there, and if you if you, you can Google it, and you will see. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen it. But so they've also come out, out and said this is a lot more of a concern from an air standpoint, getting yes. reading this than from the surface standpoint. That's right. Because I think about, let's say, a football player during the course of a game somehow gets it on his hand, but then his hand is put into the dirt and the ground, and he's tackling. Does it stay there, or does it eventually get rubbed? I mean, how, it gets diluted. Yeah, that's what I would think. Yes. So. So, yeah, I mean, these are all this, these questions, though, are good questions. It just shows you people's minds are working right you know, now. It's, it's unprecedented. You know? Yeah. God, it's, it's, it's so funny because I was thinking, you know, uh, a number of months ago now, probably uh, I was reading about the 1918 
uh, Spanish flu, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, thinking, God, I wonder what it what it was like to live then. You know, knowing that you can die at any any moment. You know, without television. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, it was funny seeing the football stands, the games in 1918 with people with masks. Sure. Only, you know, they had suits and stuff, too. But. Well, I mean, but people got sick of it and then they and stopped wearing the mask and stopped. It had a second wave, thing. didn't it? They yep. had a second wave that took out 5 million people. Yeah, I mean, they had a huge, uh, at the end, end of World War One. But and they had just a huge yeah. celebration, you know, yeah. hundreds of thousands of people in New York, and of course it just well. And then you've got, I don't know, it's it's so politicized, it's so ridiculous, it's it's and it's criminal, and it seriously is. Um, what the federal government hasn't done a damn thing. Uh, the states are all on their own which is absolutely ridiculous. This is what we pay the federal government for. Uh, the people at the uh, CDC are being contradicted by the president. Uh, all ridic- for this, it's ridiculous. Yeah, all, uh, for this perception that it's, the stock market's going to live on or die on its own. Obviously, it doesn't reflect what no, it what Main Street is doing not whatsoever. At all. Nope. Well, yeah, and what eighty percent of Americans don't have stock, do they? Isn't that the stat? Yeah, a little more than that. A little more than that. I mean, I mean us. But I mean, even if you do, you got stock, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got stock. I have stock. I do. Okay. Oh, my ninety percent of my retirement. Okay. You are you you are at retirement age, so it does matter. Pat, you're not, and you can live, you know, before you get to retirement well, age, eight years. more years, and by then something else can happen. Well, I, have 13 can more, I have hell. 13 years before I'm even set yeah. to take my But that can be true of any it, yes. investment. Any you know. investment can go to hell yes. and can go to hell in a hurry. So you can't consider today, if you're not willing to take it out today, you can't consider today as. I mean, I thought about taking mine out and liquidating stick. it, but my financial guy, who's Marv, mm-hmm. said that you got to be patient. You got to get through this. And, and you're going to listen to a man. To climb up. Yeah. You're going to listen to a man that just read school lunch menus. Yes, I am, because he actually improvised. <laughs> and, but no, I will say mine dipped. Yeah, I lost at one point. Mine was down seventy. But now this last, you know, I get a monthly. It went up twelve grand just this last month. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's. I I got to be patient. I've got thirteen more years before I set to cash in on my so. Hell, will we even have Social Security then? I would like to think we will, but you know, there's ha- the, at least a third of this country that doesn't think we should. I guess. Yeah. You know, they think in Social Security is an entitlement. Well, How is something just, an entitlement that you've been paying? I into? don't know. Two Fox News and CBS News, different polls, and anywhere between 54 and 57 percent of Republicans think that this de- death rate is acceptable. Yeah, no, I saw yeah, that. I, I but don't understand that. How, I mean, if you did a poll, how many people, Republicans and Democrats, would say that they think we deserve Social Security? I would think even Republicans would. Republicans w- pay into Social Security, yeah. too, just as well, much as Democrats. They, there's some reason they would. If he gets rid of the, uh, you know, the tax. Then I want to know that I want yeah. refunded for every penny I've paid into Social Security since 1987 yeah, when I started working. Me, too. Re- refund me, then. Well, Fine. that's when they give these stimulus checks. Everybody goes, what, well, $1,200? If you don't support the president or the. The whatever Congress or whatever, then that's our money. 
Yeah. They're, they're giving us back our money. I've been paying Social Security for 33 years almost. Yeah. Well, 56. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous to think that. I mean, that's not an entitlement. It's something that... Well, you are entitled to it. It is an entitlement. Well, I know, but people want... It's not a negative. It's People want it to act <clears throat> like, oh, you're just relying on the government to to take care of you when you retire. Yeah, because I've been paying into it. Yeah, you yeah. bet. I just want my money back. I do too. You know, I mean, that two grand a month will come in handy when I retire. So, but yeah, I didn't mean to go political on this. It's been an interesting show. We've kind of been all over the place. I appreciate Matt Purdy calling in. I appreciate Marv, call, Marv calling in under different circumstances. Matt was hadn't talked to Matt. He was, it was a good interview. He was, yeah, he was uh, very He was a good hawk. Articulate. A three-year starter on oh, the I remember him. Line. No, he was a you good player. I think we got $20 a bill. In we the, do. Uh, yeah. Oh, we I'm kidding. A, you don't have to pay no, me. No, we will. No, we will. Absolutely. We're but not Welchers. You got a former Hawkeye <laughs> yeah. great to read legend. the lunch menu. <laughs> a legend. On the air, yes. Yeah. A legend. Earned yeah. your money. Yeah. <laughs> and he did it with more gusto than I thought. Yes, he, he did. He played along. I thought it was just going to be like pulling teeth, and he seemed to embrace it. <laughs> okay, we'll give you $50 if you get Ferens to do it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Hello. Well, I'm still waiting for bro call, you libtards. <laughs> <laughs> we end on that one? Yeah, probably so. All right, hawkfanatic.com, check it out.